Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of of the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Nikki Arden, one of the travel agents of Pineapple Escapes, and I'm joined along with Pineapple Escapes owner, Jamie Weidel, and fellow co-agent, Samantha Harris. Today, we're introducing a fun and exciting new series to the Travel Tidbits podcast, Hot Pineapple Debate, where two agents will debate between two travel-related topics or destinations, and our moderator will decide which agent wins. And winning is strictly bragging rights. There's no actual prize for winning. Although, if we're being completely honest, everyone wins here. Both topics are incredibly awesome, hence the reason we're even mentioning them in today's debate. That being said, today our debate will be between Christmas at Disney, specifically Walt Disney World, and Christmas at Universal. Each agent will have plenty of time to discuss their topic, and then your moderator will ask questions to each of the agents to further discuss and debate. So, for this debate, Jamie will be supporting Christmas at Disney, and Samantha will be for Christmas at Universal. And I, the most indecisive person on the planet, gets to decide the winner. (laughs) How does that sound, ladies? I can't wait. I'm ready. Okay. Sounds good. Yay, let's get started. Okay, so we performed a coin toss off air to determine who goes first, and Lucky Jamie will now discuss Christmas at Disney. All right, take it away. Okay, thanks, Nikki. So I have to start out by saying I also love Universal Orlando Resort. Like Everybody who knows me knows this, so this is really tough for me, but when it comes to Christmas at Disney and during the holiday season, I really think that Disney wins out. And the big reason is they're just bigger and better. I mean, Walt Disney World has four full parks, two water parks, all of the different resorts, value, moderate, and deluxe. And all of them go all out for Christmas with Christmas cheer and Christmas decor and Christmas details everywhere. And there's just so many little things that they do to make the holidays special. This is everything from cavalcades and parades the projections on the castle, fireworks shows, the very merry after hours, very merriest after hours, all of the different things that Disney does. Like they go above and beyond to make Christmas special for their guests. And I really think that that is, I mean, not that Universal doesn't. Like I do think that Universal has their place, but I do think that Disney goes above and beyond. Awesome. Okay, Samantha your rebuttal? Well, it's really hard, I guess, to refute any of that because Disney does do an amazing job at Christmas time. However, uh, my family and I tend to love the holidays at Universal. To me, when you walk in and you you go through the entrance, you know, you take a right and you, you, you're just, Seuss Landing is right in your face. Christmas lights, garland, decorations are everywhere. Our very first trip to one of the theme parks at Christmas time was at Universal. And I had always wanted to go to Disney for Christmas. But once we went to Universal and you see all of the Christmas lights there, it's just, 
I don't know, it kind of takes your breath away if you like that kind of thing, which I am a sucker for Christmas lights. We're also a big sucker for the Grinch, who happens to be at Universal. They do a daily Grinchmas show, which is a play with the Grinch. There's meet and greets with the Grinch. And the Grinch is so funny. He he stays in character the entire time. So I have a picture of him sitting in my son's stroller with his arms crossed with just this very grouchy Grinch look on his face that my son just thinks is hilarious. Another thing that we enjoy with Universal Holidays is the Macy's Parade. So they have retired balloons from the Macy's Parade that they use at their Christmas Parade at Universal. One of those is a pineapple. So like I said, we like both. <laughs> See, we win already, Nikki. I win. Game over. What'd she no. say? What'd she say? I missed it. <laughs> I said one of those balloons is a pineapple. We got a picture. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, game over, mic drop. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. Okay. So, listen, you guys both made really good points. I got a few questions first before I decide who's winning. Okay. So, how many days can guests experience Christmas at Disney, Jamie? When does well, this start? I would say it is unlimited the number of days that they could go and experience it. The season starts usually right after Halloween. You start to see things change around November 1st, but usually by November 8th, all of the resorts and parks are decorated and going full steam ahead. There are some things that don't start until later in November, like the Epcot Festival of the Holidays with all the different cookie trail and the food booths. That doesn't open till late November, but a lot of it starts right after Halloween. And there were actually a few Christmas decorations up on Halloween this year. Somebody took some pictures and posted them that they had already started some places before that. But I really think that guests that are going for the holiday season, I mean, you could spend an unlimited number of days there and never see it all. They do such a good job of integrating it into everything. Just a few other things that they add it to, like the Magic Kingdom, I think, is iconic during the holiday season. And basically the one that gets noted the most, but all of the parks get, you know, decked out. But like in the Magic Kingdom, you've got the wreaths along Main Street and the lights. And sometimes they do the snow during the old Christmas party. They used to do the snow, which was so neat. The projections on the castle, the Jingle Cruise overlay on Jungle Cruise. I think that's adorable and has such a nice festive feel to it. And then even like Hollywood Studios, where Toy Story Land is decked out for the holidays. I love Ham with his little Santa hat on. One of my favorite pictures of my kids is with Ham standing there in Toy Story Land. Um, And we did the after hours when we were there at Christmas a few years ago. And that was a lot of fun to be back in Toy Story Land with all the characters all decked out. But there are just so many little things that, even the resorts, like the gingerbread houses at the resorts, it just goes on and on. Like you could spend two weeks there and still not see all of the fun Christmas decor. Okay. Samantha, at Universal, when does Christmas, quote unquote, Christmas start at Universal? So kind of the same. There's already Christmas decorations being put out because they do so much. It's They have to start it early. The official start of the Christmas festivities is November the 13th. So the Grinchmas show, 
the Macy's Parade, all of those start on November the 13th, but the decorations are already started. Another thing that I didn't mention is the Mannheim Steamroller concert. So Mannheim Steamroller comes to Universal every year. Last year they did not, but I'm so excited it's back this year. It is more of a limited, I guess, availability. There are only four dates in December that Mannheim Steamroller is there this year. Typically, I think off the top of my head, I would have to look at past year schedules, but I think they were there about 20 dates in December prior to COVID. But it's included in your admission. So there is no extra fee to hear this concert. So we try to tailor if we know we're going to a date around that so that you just get that little extra, you know, dose of Christmas spirit while you're there. But again, you can, um, as of November the 13th is when the Macy's Parade and the Grinchmas show start. The first date for Mannheim Steamroller is December the 4th, but that's a little out of the ordinary. The holiday tours start on November 20th this year. That is an extra admission ticket, like a VIP tour of just the holiday offerings. But you can spend a couple days there doing that stuff. There's a holiday tribute store, and then also they have all the trees at each resort decorated. My next question would be the extra cost. So you say that the Mannheim Steamroller is at no cost. That's free with admission. Correct. So what about, so the Grinchmas and the the Macy's, all that is also included? All that is included. Awesome. And that's daily. So So the Grinch show is going to be several times throughout the day. If you want to watch it five times, assuming it's offered five times, I haven't seen a schedule this year, but you can watch it every time during the day if you want to, and it's included. Okay. What about Disney, um, Jamie? What are some extra costs or or is it included? What are the some of the things that you mentioned, like the Jingle Cruise? Is that included all day or is that just for a special event? Can you explain more about that? Sure. So the Jingle Cruise is actually just an overlay that they do on the Jungle Cruise in the Magic Kingdom, and that's throughout the whole holiday season. So that is included with your park ticket. But Disney does have extras that are at a cost as well. But some of the other things that are included, things like Santa and the cavalcades, all the decorations. But some of the neat things are like the gingerbread displays at the different resorts. So several of the deluxe resorts have special gingerbread displays. This year, the house at Grand Floridian is coming back, the carousel at Beach Club. So those are really neat to see. And the lobbies always smell so amazing too. And it's just beautiful. And then there are also extras throughout in the different resorts and so forth. The different trees. One of my favorite places to go during the holiday season is Wilderness Lodge. It just has that cozy Christmassy feel and they have a ginormous tree, beautiful decorations, and all of that's included. You can walk through any of the resorts and look at those things for no additional cost. However, Disney does like to add additional costs to things. So things like Disney's Very Merry After Hours Party, Very Merriest After Hours Party does have an additional cost. This year it is quite expensive for what it is, but I'm still really excited to go and I'm going to go even though it is pricey. Other things that they have, they have special um, fireworks, dessert parties that are Christmas themed and do other Christmas celebrations, plus all the different food and drinks that are offered are an additional cost, but they're really neat. So those are some of the extras. And some of them 
well, you'd have snacks included in the after hour events, but the actual special Christmas specialty items, like in the, in the bakeries, those are, those are extra cost. Okay. Right. So we've talked a little bit about decorations. Disney has the gingerbread houses and the wilderness lodge tree. And then actually every resort will have a tree most likely. Mm-hmm. And uh, Seuss Landing in Universal is completely decked out. Samantha, can you tell me about some other areas in the parks that are probably decorated for Christmas as well? Yes. Yeah, so the Wizardly World of Harry Potter, both sections of, you know, both Harry Potter sections of both parks will be decorated with, you know, snow. And they also have a light, a pro- light projection show on the Hogwarts Castle nightly. Between the the Harry Potter sections of the park and the Seuss Landing is where you're going to get, I would say, 75% of your holiday decorations. Now, walking through the rest of the park, your lamppost will probably still have a wreath or some lights somewhere, but those are your main areas that are highly decorated. Each resort, like I said, also has themed decorations and trees in the lobbies of the, the hotels that are really nice. Some of my favorites, too, like the water texts are just, taxi to Sapphire Falls, depending on whatever the driver of the boat is, you know, filling up to. But we have been on there at 11 o'clock at night with them singing Christmas carols and playing Christmas music over the speaker on that. My kids always think that's fun to just sing along with the the boat driver at 11 o'clock at night screaming Christmas songs. So it's just a good, happy holiday feeling. Yes. So you guys are making it really hard for me to decide which one I want to do or which, you know, which is the quote unquote winner. Okay. So my next question is, Jamie, you mentioned that Santa is in the parades. I guess with it being COVID, I'm sure that the rules are different. And so you can't actually go up and meet Santa and have visits with Santa because they're not, nobody's doing actual character meet and greets anymore. So. Is that is do you that you know of so far? Is that the only time that they could see Santa is during the cavalcades? Yes, right now Santa is in the cavalcades. He's also in the motorcade at Hollywood Studios. But pre-COVID, you could see Santa at Disney Springs, and you could see him in the Magic Kingdom for actual meet and greets. But now with COVID, they are not doing that right now. But that was really fun when we were there. I think we were there in 2019. And it was really fun. And my kids were great ages for it to get to meet Santa. And at one point, there was Santa and Mrs. Claus, which was a lot of fun too. So they do have those options. And then also the Mickey characters are dressed in festive attire as well. You'll see those in the different cavalcades. And then also at Hollywood and Vine, they have a special seasonal dinner where Mickey, Minnie, and their friends are dressed in their Christmas attire. So that's a fun one too. Yes, that sounds like a lot of fun. So Samantha, you mentioned that the Grinch kind of takes over. Does he take over for Santa and you can actually meet the Grinch? How does that work? You can meet the Grinch. There is a meet and greet with the Grinch after the Grinchmas show in one of the bookstores in Seuss Landing. It is honestly, it's one of my favorite things is to meet the Grinch because his interactions with everybody is just so comical to me. Like I said, I've got him pictures of him sitting in the stroller. I've got pictures of him standing next to my son with a very scowl on his face because he doesn't want his picture made. I mean, he's not 
rude to the kids. He'll kind of play off of the personality of the people that, you know, he's really good at reading people. So with my kids, you can probably be a little bit ruder to them and they find it funny, (laughs) but they just find the Grinch hilarious. So you can get your picture made with the Grinch and meet him. If you opt to do the holiday tour, which is an extra admission, you can um, have the meet and greet with the Grinch. And then you go to a hot cocoa bar in one of the restaurants and you can The Grinch will be there and you can also meet Santa and get a picture with Santa there. With the holiday tour, you also have the chance for a Q&A session with the Who's on stage after the Grinchmas show. Okay. My kids love the Grinch. All of the movies. They don't discriminate. All of the Grinch movies that they have made. My kids are huge fans. So they would probably really love that. Plus, I mean, Santa is probably the biggest celebrity in the world. So seeing both of those would be really nice. Okay, so I think that the net, we talked about food options at Disney. We talked about some of the specialty food options that they have. They have them in their parties, but Jamie, they have those specialty food options for everybody. You don't just have to go to the parties, correct? Right. So Disney, I really think that this is probably what sets Disney, besides being bigger, I think the food also is a whole different level at Disney than at Universal. Disney goes crazy with holiday snacks for every different holiday, but Christmas is no different. This year they released the list and we were all drooling over them in the Pineapple Escapes group and talking about them for our... So six of us are going on a training trip to Walt Disney World and Universal in early December. So we're going to get to see both parks again We were there last year in November. So we have done this, obviously, but we're going to get to go again in December. And so we were drooling over all the food that we want to try when we were there. But some of the highlights this year, there's a Christmas cookie milkshake and a sundae at Auntie um, Gravity's Galactic Goodies. There's always the cinnamon roll on Main Street with red and green icing. There's a gingerbread funnel cake with apple pie and vanilla ice cream and caramel sauce at Sleepy Hollow. And those are just the ones that are at the Magic Kingdom. There are specialty treats at all the resorts, all over the place. There's even special hol- holiday cocktails at all the different dining areas. Oasis Canteen in Hollywood Studios has one that I thought sounded really good. It's called Christmas on the Beach. It has um, coconut rum, blue curacao, cranberry juice, and of course, pineapple juice. And I thought that sounded really good. So a Christmas on the beach cocktail, but all of the different restaurants have different cocktails. They really go all out. Some of the other ones at Hollywood Studios, there is a cannoli with butterscotch caramel cheesecake filling that I want to try. It's at Pizza Rizzo. There's a Santa hot crepe at Arista Crepes and Disney Springs. There's the Olaf hot cocoa surprise at the Ganacherie in Disney Springs. And that's just like an eighth of the list. So like those are just the highlights of all of the different holiday food offerings. So I really think Disney does go above and beyond with this more so than Universal. I have to agree. Samantha, do you have any uh, any rebuttal for that? That's going to be hard to top. <laughs> I'm hungry right now. I can Me say too. that. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm like, the, uh, are we done here? Because I need to go find something <laughs> sweet to eat. Oh, so man. Universal does have, so they have the tribute store that they change kind of every season. They did a Mardi Gras. They did um, 
a Jurassic Park themed one for the opening of Velocicoaster than they did the one theme for Hall- Halloween Horror Nights. And so they will have a holiday store, tr- Christmas themed for the tribute store for this season. And once you go through the tribute store, at the end of it, there is some few cases that will have some themed apples, some um, brownies, different themed uh, like marshmallow treats of things of that nature, some cupcakes. And Seuss Landing, the bakery there, will have some of those same things. But I will say that I was a part of that group chat that was making a list of all the Disney food I want to eat in December. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yeah, we'll just say that Disney takes that one at least. Okay, so um, the last question I had is that, are there any holiday-related special events? So anything, so at any of the parks, are there anything that's specifically holiday related that only comes around at this this time of year. Uh, Jamie, you can go first. Okay, so I've talked about quite a few of them. Marius After Hours, the Castle Projections, International Festival of the Holidays, and the Cookie Stroll there. But a few others that I think are worth highlighting. At Epcot, there is something called the Candlelight Processional. This is at the American Pavilion. It is always hosted by a celebrity narrator. It includes Christmas carols and the retelling of the Christmas story. It has a really kind of churchy feel, but it also has that, you know, Christmas spirit to it. It really puts you in that holiday feel, that holiday season spirit. And so that's a favorite. There's also holiday projections on the Tower of Terror. There's the Minnie's Holiday Dine at Hollywood and Vine that I talked about, Santa Claus and the motorcades and the cavalcades. There's also a special ending to the first time in forever at Hollywood Studios. There's a special with Olaf at the end for Christmas. At Disney Springs, there's a Christmas tree stroll. They set up a whole bunch of different themed Christmas trees that you can walk through. They also do on the west side of Disney Springs, they do snow flurries in the evening. So you can experience a little bit of snow in Florida while you're doing your holiday shopping. So that's really fun. And then, of course, I've already talked about the gingerbread houses, which I think make the resorts really festive and fun. Awesome. Okay. So, Samantha, other than the Grinchmas activities and then this the Mannheim Steamroller that you've mentioned, and you touched base on the um, the Macy's Parade. Can you tell us a little bit more about, about that? Go into a little bit more detail about that. Yeah, so the parade is daily. Um, typically, it's at 530, but you'll want to check the app to make sure that there's not any changes for that day. And it, they just parade through like a it's a very miniature Thanksgiving Day parade from Macy's and they'll have the Macy's balloons. All your characters will be dressed up in Christmas attire. There's Christmas music. My favorite thing in the past, obviously, I've not experienced it this year and they did not have it last year due to COVID. Last year, they kind of parked the balloons in an area and you walked through it. But that way to kind of keep the capacity low and they limited how many people could go through at the same time. This year, they are bringing back the parade. But in years past, our favorite thing about the parade has been compared to Disney parades, it's very relaxed. The characters in the, you know, walking through the parade are very interactive with the guests. I have pictures of them where they high five and hug my kids or give them beads for the Mardi Gras parade 
I've got pictures where they actually took my phone and took selfies with us. Now, keep in mind, like I said, this is pre-COVID. I have no idea what it's going to look like this year. But pre-COVID, that was not an option at Disney. And completely understandable, you're comparing two different things at that point. But for my kids when they were younger, it was just, they felt special, maybe. It was just more fun for them being there at the Macy's, at the Universal Parades. But the Macy's Parade, the Thanksgiving Day Parade, is something my family watches every year. I've watched it every year since I was a little kid, and it's kind of on our bucket list to go watch in New York one day. So for us, that's just kind of that small substitute of, hey, we can get a little bit of the Macy's Parade without standing in the freezing cold for hours in New York City. Right. But other things that Universal offers only this time of year is the Frog Choir Harry Potter Land. They do seasonal carols instead of their typical songs that they sing during the rest of the year. The projection show on the castle is going to be different. There's the um, holiday tree hunt. So you'll get a little pamphlet that tells you where different locations are and Once you find all the trees that are decorated, you can go turn in your thing and get a special Christmas ornament. The Mannheim Steamroller, like I said, is only there during Christmas, usually towards the end of November, maybe last week or two of November and most of December. And the holiday tour, obviously, is only offered during December. Okay, so that's... Man, okay, you guys are not making it easy to decide a winner. That's all the questions that I had. We're going to... Start with, I guess, closing arguments. We'll start with Jamie. Okay. Well, I think that I made the case that Walt Disney World is bigger and better when it comes to the holidays. Not only do they have over the top decorations and attention to detail for all the little things, but they also have a wide array of different attractions and food and different overlays on different attractions as well to make it really feel special and different for the holiday season for all of our guests. I think what really puts them apart from Universal Orlando at the holidays is their attention to detail with the decorations and the scale of the decorations from all the resorts and the food options. I think there are just so many more snack and Christmas food options at Disney than there are at Universal. And so I encourage you to vote for Walt Disney World. And your closing argument, Samantha. So I will agree with Jamie that Walt Disney World is bigger and does everything bigger and better. But sometimes bigger and better isn't always better. And so I like the kind of more homey feel that you get walking through Universal where you feel with all the Christmas decorations. You get more interaction with the Grinch. You have the opportunity to have interaction with Santa Claus. You have more interaction with the parade. You don't have to stand in line for hours to be able to see the parade. You just kind of get to do things at your own pace and enjoy it a little bit more. To me, it's just not quite as stressful as planning a day at Disney. There are less people there. Obviously, the parks are smaller. You can get back and forth between the two parks in one day. You won't finish them both in one day, but you can walk through them both in the same day. And if you're just there to see the Christmas festivities, you could catch the parade, catch the concert, walk through all of the decorations and eat until your heart is content on the few options they have there. And then go to Disney Springs and pig out on Olaf and cookies and shakes. But (laughs) I do, I forgot to mention though, that Voodoo Donuts does have um, special holiday themes. They have not been released this year. 
yet, but they typically do have a seasonal donut. I don't know that that wins on the food scale, but <laughs> you make a really good point, Samantha. And I think that's what it's going to be my decision. So if I'm going to have to pick a winner, I'm the most indecisive person in the world. So this is, this is just true to character, my character. I am going to do a split stay. No, just kidding. No, <laughs> yes. The winner is going to be. <laughs> That's not allowed. <laughs> I'm, okay. Okay. The winner is going to be Disney just because uh, like Jamie said, bigger, better. There's just so much that you can do. And honestly, one trip is not even going to be enough. This is something that you would, to see everything, you would have to just go multiple times. So this gives you, I mean, this gives me reason just to go back every single time at Christmas because every time I would go, not only is there going to be new things, but there's just going to be something to see every time I go. That being said, I will still go to Universal at Christmas time because like I said, my kids love the Grinch and it is, it just, they, you're right. They probably make it really easy to do a split stay. So if you want to go to Disney and experience everything that Disney has, and then if you still want to see Christmas at Universal, you know, go there and do a, a park to park ticket and you can see everything at Seuss Landing. You can go to the, the Wizarding World and see everything they have there. I would want to go during the days that they have the Mannheim Steamroller because that is one of my favorites. So, if I were to decide a winner, like I said, it would be Disney, but I can't choose. So I will definitely encourage everybody I know to do both because of all the reasons that you guys have stated. And I am excited for all that food at uh, Disney. <laughs> I think I'm going to add every single one of those things to my list as everyone should. But yeah, that's my decision. I think Thank that's fair. And well, I, I, I think I, that... Jamie and Carrie and Sharon and I have a list of the food options we want to eat every day that we're in Orlando. And I think one day we're not, we don't even have room for lunch. So. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you don't need it. Sometimes you, sometimes there's so many snack options that you just, you don't need to sit down lunch. You just, well, I mean, you can sit down with your snack and, <laughs> and enjoy it, <laughs> but you're right. They, the, especially, um, if they do the festival of the holidays at Epcot, it's, it's sort of like the other festivals where they have, you know, the food booths. So you can kind of do that. And if they have those little stand up tables, you can, you can eat there. That sounds like a lot of fun too. Okay. So thank you to Jamie and Samantha for participating in our inaugural hot pineapple debate. That was a lot of fun. And be sure to check out more debates in the future. This is going to be a series. And so we cannot wait to share more debates with you in the future. You can find all of our Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com. Our site includes a link to all of our Travel Tidbits episodes, plus information about all of our agents and links to our social media. We'd love to have you join our community. And also, please... Do us a solid. Give us a five-star review for this podcast. It really helps us out. And we would uh, love to hear suggestions on future episodes. And that's, that's going to be it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Nikki. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com 
and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.